This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan asking the questions that matter. Like, when did you realize there was no farm for your old dog? That's not where it was going at all. Your dog was no more among the living. All right? That's the question I have. We'll probably talk about other sportsy things in just one second as well. But 877-881-1053, that's one of the questions we're starting off with. We got me, Kevin Hagland, Corey Majors, and Alec Medford as Mike has now taken his retaliatory day off. Is that what Because I took the day off yesterday. I do believe that's in his contract where he nobody could ever have a day off if he does not get one off yeah. very close to that time. Yeah. yeah. And so And that's why usually if he takes the week off before us, it's okay with him. He's like, "Oh, it's fine. If yeah. y'all take the week off." Exactly. Uh, exactly. There was one day it was like, "Hey, I'm off tomorrow." Like we were on air and he was like, "Hold on, what?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I, we've known about this for a while." And he was like, "I didn't know about this." I mean, I think I think part of the reason is sometimes Mike just takes days off and doesn't feel the need to share. Like, I think about years ago when he was still on the G-Bag Nation and they were asking, like, who's working on Christmas Eve and who's not? And he just looked at everyone. He's like, well, I'm not working. It's a holiday. And they're like, oh, okay. Did you tell everybody? No, it's a holiday. Why would I work? And we're like, this is an adult you business. To, you have to let you people know. You just need to let somebody know that you're not going to be there. Uh, and yes, Kevin, is, he did not have a rehab day. Uh, there were people asking yesterday. Kevin, I'll be very honest. Oh, no. We, we didn't really acknowledge very often that you weren't with us yesterday. I just we, we did the show uh, the way we do and then kept your drug addiction out of the whole conversation. No, that is not. I just took a day off to spend with the wife and the kiddo because we're going to be out of town next week. Simple as that. All right. I do have a sports question here as well. Although, if you want to talk more about learning the cold, hard facts about your dog, that's fine as well. It could be for the better. It could be for the worse. Which Cowboys were you wrong about this season? 877-881-1053. Let us know about that. Or you can still talk about the dog thing. Um, <laughs> no, not after that text. Uh, I don't think I was wrong about any of them. I was right about every single one of them this year. You were right about Brandon Aubrey and Deron Bland. Yeah, I saw Brandon Aubrey kick, and I was like, uh-huh. he'll be all right. You saw that? He'll be just fine. And you're like, he's going to be just fine. Um, no, yeah. I, I mean, I was right about Brian Hanger. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I was wrong about Tony Pollard because it never developed. And and what I mean here is like I I figured early in the season I felt I felt he was coming back too early I thought Terrence Steele was coming back too early, um, and that they still needed some time to work it out. 
That being said, at some point in the middle of the season, I was like, okay, there's Tony Pollard, and the run game still never got going, and I still have lots of problems with the offensive line. Hopefully we find a new center this offseason, and that's kind of where I feel about it. But Tony Pollard never turned back into the blow it away, run away from everybody uh, running back that we'd seen in, the, in in previous years. All right. So you did much better than I did because I had a list of nine Cowboys that I was wrong about. Some for the good, some for the bad. Do you want to know the ones that were better than I thought or the ones that were worse? Let's go with I? the worst. All right. You mentioned Tony Pollard. That for sure. I thought he was going to be like, hey, I got a franchise tag, but I still want to make all of the money on my long-term deal, so let's make this happen, and it didn't happen. So I was definitely wrong about Tony Pollard. He was worse than I thought. Same thing with Jalen Tolbert. All right. Last year, I didn't buy into it. I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. This year, I believed in the Jalen Tolbert Fever and enthusiasm. Everyone's like, oh, they're using him more. The routes look better. The connection is there with Dak and on and on and on. And then he caught 22 passes for 268 yards. And I kept waiting. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Like, you saw him in spots. You're like, oh, yeah, that was a good catch or that was a good route or whatever. But I thought he was going to be a bigger deal to make the decision to move on from Michael Gallup super easy. And you might think that decision super easy to make anyway. But I was thinking, like, Jalen Tolbert would ascend to, like, what people hoped Michael Gallup would be able to do. He did not. So I was wrong about that. And then two more, Deuce Vaughn and Mozzie Smith. Deuce Vaughn was the Cavante Turpin of the year before in terms of, we got all these big plans, and we're going to do all this and that. And then we actually used him very, very sparingly. And then Mozzie Smith, I was wrong just in terms of, I thought, well, Surely a first-round pick at a position you could use would be able to get off the bench. Yeah. Um, I'm, let me hit Vaughn real quick. I I didn't think you were going to get anything out of him this year, and you got an awesome touchdown run out of him in the preseason. So Yeah, you did. I I guess I was wrong about that. Uh, but, no, I you got exactly what I was expecting you to get out of Deuce Vaughn for the simple fact that he's a rookie, uh, a low draft pick, and it was gonna. I felt it was going to take time for – the Cowboys to say, hey, this actually could be beneficial to us. He he understands everything. Mozzie, I was definitely wrong about. And in terms of, I thought by the end of the season, he would add something to his plate. And that plate's still empty for me. So being able to control the middle of the offensive line, that's what I want to see from our two defensive tackles. And he didn't control it. And he was still slow to get off the snap. And he was still, you know, a little behind on some of the physicality that I expected. He's strong. He should be able to handle grown men right now in that area. And he it didn't work out the way that I thought it would. From the 214-972, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard. I thought he would blow up and it didn't happen from the 817. Somebody was with me. Deuce. From the 682, now we go to the ones that were better than I thought. I was definitely wrong about Tyron Smith. I thought he'd never play as many games as he did this last year. Tyron Smith is at the top of my list of players that I was wrong about. And this one was for the better. Tyron Smith, 
played more and played better than I would have anticipated. And you might think those things kind of go hand in hand because it felt like a lot of times Tyron Smith was out there. You felt like, oh, yeah, no, he's still good. But he played way more games than I conceivably imagined, and he was a steady presence out there, so I was wrong about him. I think Mike would take that loss as well. Yeah, um, I think, I guess he was as good as I expected him to be when he was playing. I think he played more games than I even anticipated he would play. So I'll be, I'll take the the hit on being wrong about how many games I expected him to play because I expected him probably about seven. I was like, they'll they'll have to baby it, they'll have to do a lot of different things. Seven games is what I expect. So he played more, but at the level, he still has the footwork to go along with it, and he still has he still has the knowledge and the ability. It's just whether or not he can be on the field. The, can I add two people that I was very right about? Can we do this? Or are we not? Is oh! That, can I, yeah, is that? Can I, Man, this? that's the dichotomy of the show right here. <laughs> here are all the people I was wrong about. Corey's like, that's great. Here is who I was totally right about. Yeah, because I think people are saying they were wrong about the safeties being good. And I, Jaron Kerr struggled this year. He, he was, there are plenty of times where you can go to some of the film and be like, what was he doing? And on on the day uh, when we played Seattle, Donovan Wilson, you were like, "What was he doing on that uh, on that D- DK Metcalf touchdown? What just happened?" Uh, from the nine four zero, I didn't see Ferguson balling this year like he did uh, as a second round pick, and everybody was very concerned about the offseason, Kevin with Dalton Schultz. A lot of people were concerned about it. We were not. I don't yep. think any of us really were. And I think, I'll, you know what? I'll credit Zach Wolchuk a lot more for that, too, because his rookie season, Zach Wolchuk was saying he's going to be a better pass catcher than people think. And so I just trusted that and trusted kind of what I'd seen of him throughout the year before. You're smart to trust and, Wolchuk. And he turned out to be better. But I think there were a lot of people that were like, you know what? I'm, I'm dead. I was dead on. But Malik Hooker, he didn't stand out to you this year, did he? I think yeah. we. I think everybody. Everybody can take a, a. I was wrong on the safeties and just anticipating that they would be what they were, and because I, you know how Kevin, you expect something to just always be there. Like I think the Cowboys just expect that Zach Martin will always be there, and I think you can just expect and anticipate that when he's that when he's signed and contracted and ready to go, his, his he's going to be consistently there and good. And I think we expected that out of the safeties, and it didn't happen this year. This one is really interesting because this just shows the polarizing nature you have of the quarterback from the 214. I was right about Dak. I predicted an MVP season. And as we've discussed ad nauseum here, he'll probably finish second or third. But I also feel like the people who don't love Dak can be like, I was also right about Dak. And that's what leads to some of these maddening uh, discussions. How many people were wrong about Michael Gallup this year? Because you brought up Jalen yeah. Tolbert in the moving on process, and there were some people that were still fighting for Gallup, and this the production just was non-existent. And and that's where I think that that's where the factored into me being wrong about Jalen Tolbert is. I did kind of anticipate this, I, and I know, and that's the tough thing about training camp. But we've talked about some of the issues with training camp going forward with the struggles that the Cowboys have had. Is you heard oh. Jalen Tolbert looks good. He's going to make more of an impact, blah, blah, blah. Didn't really happen. Oh, Michael Gallup looks, he looks back in terms of mentally and physically. He looks like he's ready to go and he has more confidence and everything like that. And it just didn't transpire that he ended up being an impact player. Now, I realize part of that is because CeeDee Lamb started to take over the world. But 
part of it is just, I think Michael Gallup has just slotted where he is, and that will probably lead to his departure, I would assume. And so when the question is, did Gallup disappear? He did. That's something I thought might happen. On the flip side, I did not see Oso Diggy Zuwa's continued ascendance. Like, he ascended more than I thought he would this year, especially in the earlier stages of the year. Because Deron Bland and Brandon Aubrey, I think, are no-brainers for a lot of people. It's like, holy crap, they were better than I thought. But Oso Diggy Zuwa, I think has been was better this season than I anticipated. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's and that's that's a that's a bonus right there because like I'm not saying that he's John Randall, but like that's no. that's the kind of no. stuff from the interior that you're he's undersized in that area. Uh he's like 280 pounds. And so you're expecting a faster uh quicker guy that's going to be able to get, you know, to the quarterback a lot. And for the most part, you know, his season did he, how many sacks did he end up having? Three sacks this year. I would like to see more than that for sure, especially if you're going to have that divisive of a, uh, a a running stop, a rush stop. So that was one of the things that I was kind of concerned about is, man, like I, I need more production there, but there are some big plays that he is involved in and helps create pushing guy, pushing the quarterback to somebody else because of the pressure he's getting as well. We were so close, Corey. We were so close from the 817. Common ground found. We're all right about Dak. Within five seconds of the 214. Stick to the facts about Dak, and it's easy to say who's right. He didn't win big games in the regular season, and in most of them, he played bad. That's not MVP. All right. If you want me to stick to the facts about Dak, I definitely can. But one of the facts is he's going to finish second or third for MVP. Like, you don't have to like it. I don't know what to tell you about that. But that's where I think maybe common ground. Everyone can be right and everyone can be wrong about Dak all of the time. I'm not trying to change your opinion. But just when you defiantly say stick to the facts, he is going to finish second or third for MVP. Are you going to be like, wow, that's great? Probably not. Uh, High five. Good job. It's a great you know thing. But much like. We talk about Troy Aikman. None of those things mattered to him. The yes. except for championships. So now, we're at that point now. Corey, this—if you're about to name the name, I think you're about to name. I think everybody missed on this guy. Oh, from the two one four. What do y'all think about Sam Williams' regression? He was trending up us, last year. All of us. We all thought we were going to get a uh, better. Like they're going to use him more. He's going to get in. He's going to. Dude, this dude could be Micah 2.0, just bigger. And you got still had knucklehead plays where you're just like, what are you thinking, man? And I feel bad for him in that respect because maybe he just still doesn't know. And the aggressive part of him is like, but you cost your team a lot of penalty yards on plays or you didn't have to do stuff like that. But he still shows that he's one of the freakiest athletes out there, man. Now, Corey, this is the tough part of the conversation. How much blame do we have to take? for his lack of progression or regression because we had so much fun interviewing him and apparently it disrupted the press conference and we had people telling us to stop having so much fun on the radio. Do we take some blame for encouraging his nonsense and shenanigans? Um, Man, that's a tough question think we because do. the people that asked us to pipe down are just kind of <laughs> 
you know, I, I disagree with him on some things. Okay. Uh, what a felt, diplomatic way to felt say Felt like that. in that instance he was being a little bit of a snowflake. But, I like, I understand that. The... But yeah, man. So I I feel like uh, I feel like we did have a little bit to do with it because he was like, "Those guys are fun, and I can have some fun being me." And he just wants to be him. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.